Okay. So the topic for this month is emotional intelligence, which is why I played the Bruce Pearl video. And this is a pretty thick book. This is a Harvard Business Review book, and it has about 20 different articles in here giving different opinions about emotional intelligence. But I want to remind you first that why, why are we discussing this and, I mean, why is this relevant for real estate? Um, I think it's relevant for real estate and your life outside of real estate because being able to identify and manage your own emotions, persuading and influence others, dealing with difficult colleagues, responding to stress productively, that's really what that video we played was about. Um, and diffusing tense conversations, that's what Bruce Pearl did. Avoiding emotional pitfalls in a negotiation and reacting to tough situations with resilience. That video covered a lot of those things, but I think if, um, can anybody tell me who wrote the book, How to Win and Influence People? Correct. Had the term emotional intelligence been around when that was written, I think that's probably what it would have been titled because that's what emotional intelligence is about. Um, and that's what I wanted to cover today. We're gonna, I'm going to give you an overview of what it is because if you don't know what it is, I didn't know what it was really until my therapist told me a couple months ago that I lack all these things. I said, what is that? You lack emotional intelligence. It's like, well, I'll read a book. Um, so you don't know what you don't know until you know it. I'm like, I didn't know all this stuff. Um, no, but I thought, I thought it'd be fun to talk about this because it is important. And it's something that y'all can use. And hopefully after this presentation, you'll be a little more uh, informed and know how it could hurt or help you in your business. Um, so what is emotional intelligence? Um, Great realtors come in all shapes and sizes. Some are you know, very analytical. Uh, some shout their messages from the mountaintop all over social media, how great I am, blah, 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 I do all this. Different situations call for different styles. And the best realtors seem to have a higher level of emotional intelligence. And it's re that's really your ability to monitor and manage your feelings and the feelings of others that are around you and to use that information to guide your thinking and behavior. The best leaders, realtors, salespeople, whatever you want to insert the word leader with, have a high degree of emotional intelligence. God, it's like, when did feelings become the forefront of everything we do all the time. Well, I'm just going to go ahead and blame somebody, and it's the baby boomers' fault for raising these millennials to have all these feelings and not want them to get their feelings hurt. So everybody has an oversupply of feelings today. So we have to be aware of that. Um, so we're, as we run through this, hopefully you'll see that emotional intelligence it's twice as important as technical skills and IQ because technical skills and IQ, they matter. They're essential for realtors and real estate agents. Uh, you need them to build your business. You need them to grow your business, 
But technical skills or IQ is no guarantee you're going to have long-term success in business. And that's why emotional intelligence is twice as important. Um, And the top tier of successful real estate agents, 90% of them have emotional intelligence. That's the main difference between them and an average performer. So what are these five components? We're going to run through all these. It's self-awareness, self-regulation, motivation, empathy, and social skill. Our next presentation is just going to talk about self-awareness. That's one that it's hard to analyze yourself and it's hard to ask someone to analyze you and for them to be objective. And if you're a real estate agent, it's hard to take a client out to lunch and say, can you just give me some honest feedback on how I did as your agent? You know, how did, did I communicate with you enough? Did I help you meet your needs? People have a hard time giving feedback to folks when it deals with how you did something. So we're going to give you an overview of emotional intelligence, and then we're going to talk about self-awareness some because it's really helped me a lot understand what I do as a leader, as a friend, as a father, as a spouse, and being aware of what else is going on around you so that you can do the things you need to assess what's right for now. So self-awareness. Now, this is the first component of emotional intelligence, and it just means thoroughly understanding yourself and your effect on others. Um, it shows up mainly as knowledge of strengths and weaknesses. For example, um, if you're a person that struggles with deadlines, you learn how to plan ahead. You know, if, if you're always running late, you realize that you're always running late and you can't decide what to wear in the morning. So what do you do? You lay your kids' clothes out the night before so you don't even have to decide anymore, right? It's being aware of things. Um, self-awareness. People welcome feedback. Feedback is one of the hardest things to give and almost one of difficult things to actually receive. Um, you see this in people uh, that have a realistic self-assessment of themselves. They... You know, Self-deprecating sense of humor. That is so important in self-awareness. But you've got to have the confidence, too, in to not overreach and to not be afraid to ask for help. That's the biggest challenge of self-awareness is if you don't know what you don't know, you, you don't know how to ask for help. If you don't know that you're lacking something until... Uh, your coach, your therapist, your spouse, your friend suggest, hey, you may want to work on this. If you don't know what's lacking, it's hard to ask for help. So another number two most important piece of emotional intelligence, self-regulation. And this is controlling disruptive impulses and thinking before acting. And that's why I thought this was so important for real estate is because things are always disrupting your transaction and your day 
and what's happening and what do I do now? Um, who can give me an example of something that happened last week that was not on their calendar or agenda to happen? You don't have to be specific with the names or the property address, but what happened last week that disrupted your schedule? The lender didn't get the package out in time? Okay, so what, what did you do, Jen? Do you mind sharing? And what, what could you really do about it? And get upset, call the lender up, cuss them out, their closer, whoever, yell at someone. I didn't hear you throw anything at the wall or any glass breaks, so thank you for not doing that. Um, but it, it's hard. Stuff that we have no control over happens all the time. And so learning how to self-regulate and respond to that is incredibly important. Um, signs of self-regulation usually are evident. They include thoughtfulness, comfort with ambiguity. You don't know when they're going to turn on that closing package, the loan package. Uh, integrity. Integrity is the ability to act in a principal way even when tempted to do otherwise. And that is hard. It's clearly, is it really that lender's fault for not sending in the package? Did the buyer neglect to provide them with some documentation? It may in fact really be their fault that they just, I forgot to send it. And that's created 15 other things you have to resolve now because you're not closing. It's delayed. And so how do you act with integrity? The third one is motivation. Um, this is a trait that virtually all realtors have. You've got to be motivated to be in this business. Um, motivated realtors, they're driven to achieve beyond their expectations. It isn't about money or status. It's this deep internal desire that they're passionate about. They're passionate about their work and what they do. And when you're passionate about something, it doesn't feel like work. Motivated people also want to be stretched uh, and always raising the bar of performance. They like to track progress, their own, their teams, their companies. That's why we share how we're doing with you so you know that your company is moving forward and growing. But they're also committed to their company and unlikely be lured to greener pastures. They're optimistic even when the going gets tough. I'm going to be honest. I didn't know much about this word or the definition until probably about a year ago. Uh, but it's another component of emotional intelligence and empathy. Um, it's the ability to read between the lines. That's what we do all day long. What does a seller want? What does a buyer want to do? Trying to understand what someone's experiencing. That's one of the first things you try to do when you go on a listen appointment is how does it feel to be selling your house? What would the consequences be if you couldn't sell your house for a few months? Is being empathetic to intuit what others are feeling. Empathetic realtors, they read between the lines of what's said. And that makes them especially good at understanding and supporting their clients' needs. And it's so, it's so hard to help people when you don't understand what they need or what they're feeling about it. 
as Alan said, we still have some clients that can't sell their house because maybe we're not going to say upside down anymore is they don't have enough equity yet. They have some equity, but just not enough. They may no longer be upside down. So understanding what that feels like to have to rent your house out for five years and just get to the point where you might be able to sell your house. And empathy, it does not mean trying to please everybody. That is impossible. That You can't do that. It does mean considering other people's feelings when making a decision. And the fifth one, social skill. Oh, this isn't simply friendliness. It's friendliness with a purpose, being social. Social skill draws on the other four components of emotional intelligence. Social skill people are great at building relationships, leading conversations. Um, social skill is how you use all the other, other things, especially empathy, to make emotional intelligence work for you. Socially skilled realtors are uh, expert persuaders. They have self-awareness, self-regulation, and empathy. Uh, and they're excellent collaborators. You know, we can't tell people what to do. We can only advise them on what they should do in a situation like theirs. I would like to be able to tell them what to do, and I know y'all would too, because y'all come tell us that. But we have to find ways to advise them and get them to make the right decisions. Here's the best thing about any of all this stuff we've just said. None of this is inherited or in your DNA. It is all stuff you can learn. Emotional intelligence can be learned by anybody. Um, but as you've seen, it's a, it's a complex attribute with those five distinct dimensions. Self-awareness, self-regulation, motivation, empathy, social skill. Um, you may know some people that are... When I first think about emotional intelligence, I immediately think about... Who do you immediately think about when you hear the word emotional intelligence? Who's someone that seems to get that? They talk every Sunday between 11 and 12 on some TV stations. Ministers, pastors. Um, they counsel people. Marriage counseling. Um, they minister to the church, the congregation. That takes an extraordinary amount of all those things. What are people feeling? They take time to really deliberate decisions. Some churches take too long to make decisions and things have changed and they have to deliberate them again. But understanding what people are feeling is so incredibly important. So it's not a fixed mindset. Emotional intelligence is something that can be learned. And we've talked about this before. Is so emotional intelligence a nice to have or is it a need to have? It takes an enormous commitment to work and cultivate emotional intelligence. And out of all these five, empathy is probably one of the hardest ones for people to develop. Because it, it just seems kind of weird to try to, you want me to feel what someone else is feeling? No, not feel what someone else is feeling, but understand how this decision could make them feel. Um, but what are the benefits of, of this for real estate agents? Is 
Understanding emotional intelligence is something you can develop over time. You can start learning about it today. You already have. You're here. That shows that you want to know more about it. But you can learn to identify your own emotions. You can become better at persuading and influence others. Dealing with difficult colleagues. I promise you emotional intelligence will help you become a better real estate agent just in negotiations and working with other agents. We're always trying to figure out why in the world are they asking for a $5 doorknob? You know, we were $5,000 apart yesterday and now we're just stuck on this, you know, they want the TV or they want the fridge, you know, just something totally ridiculous. Um, Understanding their motivation and where they're coming from and what they're feeling. That's so incredibly important in negotiations. And reacting to tough situations with resilience. As long as you're in this business, there's going to be tough times. That's just a matter of fact. Things are going to happen. We can't control everything. But hopefully with emotional intelligence, you can learn to control how you allow those things to affect you and your decisions and processes moving forward. So thank you all for being here today to learn about emotional intelligence. In two, sorry, three weeks, we're going to follow up um, with a deep dive into self-awareness. We're going to tell you all the things about ourselves and what we're doing wrong so you can learn about yourself. No, we're not going to do that. We're just going to give you an explanation of what it is uh, so you can make assessments yourself. But I'll email these slides out if you want to learn more about emotional intelligence. Um, I believe it really separates great agents from regular agents. And and you want to know a real honest answer to why women are so successful? Not to say us men can't be successful in real estate too. Women are so much better at this than men. It is a scientific fact. It has been proven. Women understand this. Ask a man what he's feeling. He's like, what am I feeling? What do you want to What do you want to I'm feeling? You know, a man gets immediately defensive, and then the woman says, "You don't have empathy. You don't understand what I'm feeling." Like, and it goes into this crazy cycle. And so, I'm gonna challenge the men. Women already naturally, I did say naturally, you don't have emotional intelligence. Naturally, women are better at understanding how to use emotional intelligence. Men naturally are not. So it's a lot harder for men to grasp some of these concepts because it just doesn't feel natural. For women, it does. So I'm real interested to see how much progress we make at our next business meeting when we dive into self-awareness. I appreciate you all making time to be here this morning. Thank you.